Well, just a couple thoughts here this evening. Genesis chapter 37. Genesis 37. We're going to pick right up where we did leave off last week. Joseph, the son. I've got a new outline for you, but um, the son that God gave Jacob, Joseph. And uh, we'll look at those texts again tonight. And uh, here's the new outline to follow. We've we will read. We will read some more scripture that's not on that paper there, but just something to follow along with. So, we'll <coughs> Jacob. No, oh, I thought you was asking me who who he was the son of. Oh, he was quizzing you. See if you knew, huh? Uh, Genesis 37, we'll pick right up where we left. Last week we talked about how God had given him those vision and, uh, and, and uh, the visions that God had given him. So let's go ahead and uh, we talked about the privilege of Joseph, which was the vision and the coat. But tonight I want to talk about the pursuit of Joseph and the persecution that Joseph went, went through. So we've got our Bibles open to Genesis chapter 37. And let's read in verse number 12. <clears throat> verse number 12. Chapter 37, verse 12. And his brethren went to feed their, their father's flock in Shechem. And Israel said unto Joseph, Do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send thee unto them. And he said, Here am I. And he said to, to him, Go, I pray thee, See whether it be well with thy brethren and well with the flocks and bring me word again. So he sent him out of the vale of Hebron and he came to Shechem. And a certain man found him and behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him saying, what seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where they, they feed their flocks. And the man said, They are departed hence, for I heard them say, Let us go to Dotham. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dothan. Now, we'll stop there. I just thought we'll cover point number one, and then we'll read the rest of the text. So here he is. He goes to, so the pursuit of Joseph, what does he do? He leaves his home to go to Shechem uh, or Shechem. So think about this for just a moment. Shechem, they say, is, a, is roughly about 60 miles away from his home. So his brothers have the flock of sheep uh, 60 miles away from home. Why in the world would his brothers have them uh, in Shechem, 60 miles away from home? That's a long distance to, have, uh, to be away from home. Uh, today, in, in today's realm, that 60 miles, that ain't nothing, right? But can you imagine in this time period, 60 miles, that would take a while to get there. I mean, uh, whether he took, whether he took a, a donkey or, or he walked or something or a camel or whatever it was, think about the distance in which he traveled to get to his brothers. But if you also look, in Genesis chapter 34, we won't go there, but Genesis chapter 34 and Genesis chapter 35, God told Jacob to leave Shechem 
or Shechem, uh, because of the wickedness that was there. Now, if we look at this for just a moment, we can look and see why would Jacob send Joseph down to Shechem, or Shechem, I'm sorry, Shechem. Uh, Why would he send his son down to Shechem, uh, 60 miles away from home, and it was for the family. It was to protect the family. You say, what do you mean? Because they were in a place where they shouldn't be. They were in a place where God had already told Jacob to leave because of the evil, evilness that was there. So there he goes. He goes down to Shechem to protect the family, to protect the flock. I mean, taking them down there to a place where they shouldn't be, where they, where they ought not be. He's going down there to protect them, but also, also protect, to protect Jacob, to protect Jacob. But then also, think about this for just a moment. It also sets in motion the leadership in which God put into Joseph. He was, the, he was 17 years old, or roughly thereabout is what chapter 37 starts there. So there he goes. He goes down to Shechem to go get them. But think about the leadership. Why would he send his 17-year-old son to go tell his older brothers to get back home? Because he was the leader of, the, of his sons. Now, we talked a little bit about that a couple weeks ago, but think about the youngest son being the leader of the family. I mean, it's not accepted. Uh, hey, hey, the youngest son's going to go tell them to get back home. Uh, and a lot of times, in, when we read this text, we may not even understand in verse number, I think it's verse number five, verse number eight, verse number 13, verse number 11, I think, is the Bible says that the brothers hated him. They envied him. They, didn't, they despised their brother. So if Jacob knew that, why would he send his son, what we think immediately, in harm's way? He was a leader. He was the leader. He was, he was hey, hey, son, you're the, you're the son that's supposed to be leading this group. Go tell him to get back home. So, I mean, in my mind, I sit there and look at why would Jacob send his son Joseph down there to his brothers when they don't respect him, they hate him, uh, they despise him a little bit, they even envy him. Um, in my mind, in my thoughts, just Trenton, I'm like, ah, I don't know that I'd send him down there, right? It happened to us. Yeah. My, my older brother, I was over. Yeah. My stepmom and father elected us, Joyce and I, to take over the family affairs. Yeah. Didn't let my brother. And not your brother. And the smartest. Yeah. Didn't have a lot of common sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Well, he had more. He had more book intelligence than I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I had more common sense. Right. Well, I mean, sometimes it it works out that way that God puts in in the leadership certain things, certain ways, even though that we might say, I don't know that I completely understand it. But then also it sets in motion what's going to take place as well in just the next couple verses. Um, but as now you step into Joseph. So, so we look at this sign from Jacob's point of view. What was he trying to do? He was trying to protect the family. He was trying to protect the flock. He was trying to protect himself. He was trying to protect his, his boys. And he was trying to assert Joseph as the leader. But look at Joseph. What does he do? The Bible says uh, in verse, I think it's verse number 12, verse number 13. What does he tell his father? He said, here am I. He, his father said, hey, go down there. Go down there to Shechem. And Joseph says, here am I. What was he saying? All right, let's go. Let's get this, let's get this done. 
You know, what was he? He was submissive to his father. He was, he, he said, look, I'm going to obey my father. Uh, and, and he knew that they didn't respect him. He knew that they didn't like him. He knew that they envied him, but he still said, okay, I'll obey my dad. Even though he put himself in a situation where he was like, I don't know that it's going to do me any good to go down there and talk to them. But he still submitted himself. Think about that. Um, are there times where you're like, ah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, think I, I, I think I got this better than that, you know. But he still submitted himself to, to God's plan. What do you think? Any thoughts? I didn't understand. Why, why God let you go. Well, I mean, I understand it too, but just put yourself in Joseph's shoes. Yeah, he. he, he yeah. You going to go down there and tell your older brothers six? I'm going to travel yeah. sixty miles away from home. Mm-hmm. Take myself out of the comfort of my home. Take myself out of the comfort of my bedroom, and I'm I'm living it up. I'm doing my own thing. I, I'm I'm sitting in my coat and. My coat of many colors. I'm privileged. I'm, I mean, look, and you want me to go down 60 miles? You want to inconvenience me because my brothers are a bunch of losers? Because my brothers are evil and they're down there doing something they ought not to do? You want me to go tell them? They won't listen That's not what Joseph said. They'll say, hey, hey, little brother, get on down the road. That's exactly right. Joseph said, yes, sir. Here am I. I'll go. Yep. We're not like that when it comes to God. God says, I want you to go do something. Well, I don't know that they really need it. Do they really need it? Do they, I mean, come on. No, I mean, there's probably someone else better equipped for that. Yeah, they won't listen to me. I'm a little brother. They, they won't respect me. I mean, Joseph could say, hey, hey, Dad, why don't you send one of your servants down there to go tell them that Daddy said to get back home mm-hmm. instead of me. But no, Joseph said, here am I. And that's a lot of times when God comes to us and he pricks our heart to do something, we're like, well, use that guy right there. Mm-hmm. Not me, him. Well, they say eighty uh, percent of the or ninety percent of the work, church work is done by ten percent of the people. Yeah. You know, I mean, but it's true. True, it's true. It is true. And then the other, then the other percent sit there and criticize those that are working. <laughs> right? But isn't that what took place here? I mean, they criticized Joseph for being the leader, criticized him for having the coat of many colors. They criticized him. He couldn't choose whether his dad favored him or not. All he could do was live with what was going on and do what his daddy asked. All right. Anybody have any thoughts or questions before we move on? Well, I personally think God chose Joseph. He chose the right one. I, I, he did. I don't, I don't think his brother's... They they envied Joseph because he oh, yeah, they into did. a leadership role and they weren't. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have any common sense. Either. Well, they were with. They, they were throwing him down in the pit to kill him. Yeah. In order to hope he died. You know, yeah. They wouldn't have done that. They were jealous of him. Mm-hmm. Right. My dad favors him over us. Well, because yeah. he had common sense. Well, <laughs> but 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 in all honesty, wouldn't it make you mad? Sure, if I was older brother, wouldn't it make you mad? Sure, that's natural. Yes, it made his older brothers mad because they're supposed to be in the form of the oldest brother in the old Jewish form. You know, always took over everything. Is it justified? Yes, it's justified. Their hatred, their hatred and envy is justified. Yeah, it's it's justified to a certain extent that they were jealous. 
naturally jealous of Joseph? So if if that's true, and a lot of times that takes place in our life, that other yes. some people are favored others uh, over us. Uh, yes. You have you have friends in your life that they like you better than they like other people, right? Or they like someone else better than you. Sure. So what is your reaction to them? Hatred and envy towards them? Exactly right. It, but should it be that way? No, it shouldn't be that way. I mean, our reaction, our reaction is that sometimes, but our reaction shouldn't be that. Why? Well, that's the devil working. It is. Yeah, it is. It's sin. It's wrong. It's wrong to hate. It's wrong to envy. It's wrong to be jealous. Little kids don't understand that. No. One kid has one toy, they automatically think they have to have the other toy. Sure. And it has to be taught in them when they're young that, that they don't need to act like that. No. Because not only are they jealous over the toy, but they're jealous over the, well, she has a pink shirt and I have a green shirt and I want that pink shirt. Yeah. And, yeah. and then the way parents are raising children today, well, give him the green shirt. If that's what he wants, well, get him the green shirt. Or getting the pink shirt, whatever she wants, or she or he wants. That's the way they want to do it. That, is that right? No, no, it's not right. Then it makes it's a, still wicked. It's no. still evil. It's it's wrong ideas, even though someone is favored. That's it. Our actions, no. our our reactions, should not be the reactions of the brothers. We should be glad, but no, we're not. Many times we're not. Some people, some people say. Some people said, man, I don't want that responsibility. Yeah, yeah, give it to the little brother. <laughs> you know, if it's a lot of responsibility with a job. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they, yeah. that's not, not my dad favors. Mm. He favors him. Yeah. He, he's small, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he kicks me to curb and takes him, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anybody else? Any other thoughts? Any other questions? Yes, sir. You know, I, I look at it a different way. All right. You know, a, a different way that that is true. What you were saying and everything, uh, I believe that. But I believe that Joseph was submissive to his father's command. Yes, sir. And his all, you know, his wishes and everything. He did what his daddy wanted him to do. That's right. And didn't give him no billion. No lip. He That's did right. What he wanted him to do. That's right. You know, even though he was 60 miles away. That's right. He, he said, here I am. That's right. I'll do it. He was obeying his dad. Amen. And Amen. that shows a lot. Oh, it shows yeah. a lot. You know, because the others didn't, didn't respect their dad and everything. They were doing all kinds of stuff, right. stuff that, wasn't, that wasn't right. And that, that and that just proves that Jacob did see something in his son. Yeah. By giving him that coat of leadership, that that his dad did favor him because he loved him more. But the the coat was a sign of leadership. This is the leader, and he was right in choosing him because his son was respectful, and his son immediately reacted to his father when his father said, "Go get him." He didn't say, "Well, dad, that's sixty miles away." Well, dad, no, he didn't. He said, "Yes, sir." He went outside and got on his donkey and he took off down the road or whatever it was that he his transportation to get there. But he didn't care what it took 
to obey his dad. He was simply going to do what he was told to do. That's right. And that ought to be an example to each and every one of us how we ought to treat God when he says, do. Yeah, we're all his children. I don't know. You know. And you know, you go back, uh, you know, you not go back, but go forward and everything. When Jesus stayed, whenever the Joseph and the <coughs> paid the taxes and everything, Jesus stayed back. He was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. They were going, what, three days ahead of time? Something like that, yes, sir. And they had to come back again to, to, to find, find Jesus, him. yeah. And when his dad and mother scolded him and everything, why do you do that? He didn't get smart with it. No. He obeyed it. That's right, that's right. So that's a comparison right there. It is a comparison. Yeah. That's right, that's right. Respect, even though... Even though Joseph could have made an excuse. Dad, that's 60 miles away. You really want me to travel 60 miles? Are you paying my fare? <laughs> or whatever it was, you know. Amen. He didn't get there one day. No. No, it was a journey. I mean, if you went, if you went five miles an hour, which would be a, a pretty good click, if you went five miles an hour, you know, I mean, just a couple hours, you wouldn't want to travel. You couldn't travel just a couple hours before your horse was tired or you were tired, you know, because of all the up and down on a horse or then the rugged terrain, you know, you, I mean, I don't know that you could travel five mile an hour, you know, literally you might two or three hours, two to three miles an hour, you know, I mean, that'd take you all day. Yeah. And you're not going to travel 12 hours. You know, I mean, and just depends on what time of the year it is, how long it's daylight. Because he wasn't, he couldn't travel at night. It's not like he had big headlights in front of his donkey, you know. And so he had to get up after the sun was up and get ready and get saddled up and go. And and then when it was about to get dark, he had to find himself a spot to sit down. But his dedication, he, he pushed through and he went all the way to them and never stopped and just did exactly what his daddy told him to do. And his daddy knew that he would do that. That's right. That's right. He couldn't trust those other boys. That's why he had to go send his 17-year-old son to go get his other brothers because he couldn't trust them to do right. They were out there doing something wicked or whatever it was. I, I mean, the Bible doesn't tell us, but, but Shechem, he, Jacob was told not to be in Shechem. God told him to leave in chapter 34, chapter 35. God tells him to leave that place. That's right. Because they're evil. They were stirring up. Now, not all of them, you know, I mean, the, we, when I say that, I, I mean, not all of them were doing wicked things, but just in general, they were all there. I mean, the older, all the, every older boy was there. Yeah, well, well, and well, I, there's so much deception. There's so much stuff that goes on. I don't know. I don't know if I want to even start the next point because there's so much stuff to cover because of the persecution that takes place in Joseph's life in this next setting. We'll go ahead and read a couple verses and share a couple thoughts, and then I, I don't know. <clears throat> maybe I don't. I don't think I'll get through that. But what <clears throat> verse number th- eight? Uh, we stopped reading in verse number 18, uh, so, or verse number 17. So let's read in verse number 18. When they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they what? Rejoiced. 
they conspired against him to slay him, which means to kill him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him and cast him into some pit, and we shall say some evil beast hath devoured him. And we shall see what will come of his dreams, huh? See what kind of wickedness it is. But he has an older brother that sticks up for him, does right. Verse 21, and, and Reuben heard it and he delivered him out of their, their hands and said, let us not kill him. And Reuben said unto them, shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in, this wilderness, in the wilderness and lay no hand upon him that he might rid him out of their hands to deliver him to his father again. And it came to pass when Joseph was come unto his brethren that they stripped Joseph of his, of his coat and his coat of many colors that was on him and they took him and they cast him into a pit and, and the pit was empty for there was no water in it. We'll stop there. But I just want to think about this and, and uh, I'm going to close with this and then we'll, we'll be done. But as, he, as Joseph was making his way, they seen him coming down the way. And as soon as they saw that coat, as soon as they saw that they, the hatred and that envy and that, ooh, man, look at that. Look what dad did. Look what dad did. Dad sent Joseph. Man, can you believe dad sent Joseph? We're grown men down here trying to take care of God's flock. And God and daddy sent Joseph. Let's kill him. Let's, let's kill him. Let's get rid of him. I mean, doesn't that make sense? Let's just get rid of him. They mocked, they mocked him because they said, oh, here comes the dreamer. Here comes the dreamer. Well, tell me well, who ultimately who they were mocking. God. They were mocking God. They, they, sure, they were mocking the dreamer, but why, why did he have those dreams? God gave him. Why did he have those dreams? Because God gave him those dreams. And they were mocking, they were mocking Joseph, they were mocking God. And look at that boy, look at him. Here comes Mr. Dreamer. Let's see what becomes of his dreams now once we kill him, once we put him in this pit. And Reuben steps up and said, nah, let's not kill him. Let's just throw him in the pit so he'll starve to death. What's better? Let's, let's just kill him or let him starve to death. Hey, throw him in that pit. There's no water in there. That, you know, the, and, and the reason I, I feel like is they looked at a couple wells and they had some water and they found a well that was dry. And they were like, all right, throw them in there. I, I don't know that it was a well, but in my mind, that's what the, I mean, the Bible says. And there was no water in there. You know, they, hey, there's a good pit. It's dry. Throw them in there. Come on. He began to get persecuted. And that's not the end of it. So much deception that takes place within brothers. But the first thing they did, they saw him and they begin to think, what can we do to get rid of him? The Bible says, and I'm not going to quote it right, but it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Yes. Do you know what those men did? Before they ever made a decision, they begin to think about the wrong in which they would commit. You and I commit, we do things that are wrong, and a lot of times we've thought about them before we've ever done them. The murder that would take place or the slaying that they, that they would 
cover up and all the things that they did not, they did not in their mind think that they were going to cover up the, the, the death like they did, but they knew that they had to get rid of their brother because they hated him so much. Whew. Hatred stirs in somebody that much, man, they... They played right in God's hands. Though. They did. They were suckers. They didn't know it. But, <laughs> but what they did was absolutely 100% wicked. Wicked. It was wicked. Mm-hmm. And it was vindictive, and it was hatred, and it was evil, and it was jealousy, and it was all those things combined into one. Get him. Joseph's fault? And it was family. It was family. It was a brother. Mm-hmm. Let's kill him. Kill my brother. Because I hate him. And we'll talk about that. Next, ma'am? I was just going to say, they all hated him. That's right. You know, they They were jealous of him because he, he came out and told them what God told him. They said, He's arrogant. He thinks he's going to take over. Well, us. Daddy, showed him, Daddy showed him favoritism. Mm-hmm. And Not that him. that makes it right. He's looking at any sin in Joseph because we, we're not able to take care of ourselves. He got to send a little brother to tell us what to do. That's a humbug, man. What he putting up with that? That's what they said. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what, what they did. It's exactly what took place. That's a humbug. Let little brother tell us what to do. Are yeah. you crazy? Yeah. We gotta tell him what to do. We're gonna do something with him. Kill him. Yeah, we're gonna kill him to get rid of him. That's right. Then tell old man he dropped dead. He got chewed up by him. He don't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But you know, preacher, all of that was in God's plan. It was. Because if that wouldn't have happened to Joseph, he wouldn't have ended up in Egypt. No, that's right. To be in a position to where he was in, to have his family. That's right. That's right. It was all in God's plan. It was. It was in God's plan. It was in God's plan. He played him like a pawn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, God, you know, God set the stage and they chose. You know, because if, if, say, if... If the brothers didn't hate him, they didn't choose to do that, God would have played another, another way for them to get it. They, God did not make anybody hate his brother. They chose. It was a willful choice. You know, God's will, God's will is open. You know, I mean, God, God has a way, and he'll make his way. But ultimately, they still had to choose to do wrong, hate their brother, um, and, and, you know, God allowed those things, and God allows things to happen in our life. Um, and he, God's control is there, but God still allows each and every person to have their own free will. Uh, he didn't make those brothers hate them. He didn't make them throw them in there. Even Satan didn't do that. Satan tempted them. They had that sin in their life. But I'm going to tell you this, and, and, and uh, all of that, is based on some evil hatred that was in them and they never got rid of it. And hatred and bitterness and unforgiveness will destroy the vessel. And that's exactly what took place with them brothers. They hated their brother. They, they might have had a reason to hate them, but ultimately, 
look, if, if God put him in that position to be the leader, then they should have accepted it. And if daddy decided that he was going to love him more than the rest of them, they should have just accepted it. You say, well, why? Because that, that, was, that was his their dad. That was the son of his old age. I mean, that was the son of his, of his wife that he loved. I mean, all these things set up. Well, a man just, it, it is what it is. And that's just like us. We can sit there and hate it and despise it and get more hateful and more and let it just eat at us or deal with it and get rid of it um, or allow it to destroy us. We may not have the thoughts of killing somebody, but even somebody that raises their hand to kill um, doesn't get there in a day. It doesn't happen, you know, it, it, it's a time, it's a period of time that takes place that that hatred builds and it builds and it builds enough for you to do something about it. So, anybody have any thoughts or questions before we? God knew beforehand what was going to happen. He knew, he knew those, those boys are going to do that to him. And he already had planned what was going to happen in the long future, in the future to Joseph. Yep. He was one day going to be over his brother's. And and God set all that in play. Um, his dreams told the told the prophecy, but he didn't tell Joseph what that prophecy meant either. But God knew. God knew what was going to take place. Anybody else? Well, let's. That sounds like Miss Stacy's had enough back there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, we're working over back there. Look like.